Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Network. to the Lazy Geeks Podcast. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. And we are the purveyors of truth, justice, and porn. So, uh... Wait, are we have we have porn? Well, we watch porn. That's close oh, enough. Oh, well, shit. I thought we had new porn. <laughs> no. It's always Christmas morning when you have new porn. <laughs> yeah. Dad ass though. Oh. <laughs> uh, so, this week... Uh, actually, quite a bit, a bit in the random roundtable, so might as well just jump into it. I finally saw Gravity. Uh, he, he observed it in the natural world. Yeah, I watched it. I drop a, I dropped a fork from, you know, from like knee high and watched it fall and observed Gravity. Uh, no, I, the that movie with Sandra Bullock and George Clooney. You've seen it, right? Mm-hmm. Surprisingly, it's. I mean, it was entertaining. If you take it for what it's worth, it's an entertaining movie. Um, but if you are any bit of a science geek, like Adam or myself, you sit there and roll your eyes <laughs> at George Clooney's showboating around in the... <laughs> the in greatest the... <laughs> astronaut of all time. <laughs> George Clooney Clooneying around with that jetpack. Clooneying uh... <laughs> around. I mean, I mean, it's it's funny because we both have the same thing. We both like Sandra Bullock. Like, mm-hmm. I I think the woman it, that's America's it, sweetheart. It is, and the thing with that is she really cannot do anything wrong. She can do as many bad movies as she, as she can, but still get an Oscar or be nominated for an Oscar for something else. Now remember, she won. She you know this movie was Oscar nominated, but rife with implausibilities. Well. I mean, Gravity wasn't a bad movie. No, no, no. I'm not saying it was a bad movie. And and I remember I was talking to somebody and I was I, about this movie, and I was like, "Yeah, there's a lot of inaccuracies in it." And they go, "There's a lot of inaccuracies, inaccuracies in Star Trek." And you're okay with that? I said, first of all, Star Trek is set hundreds of years in the future, so you wouldn't know if it was an inaccuracy or not. Second, it's not trying to be accurate. Right. Gravity is trying mm-hmm. to be accurate. So when it's inaccurate, it's obvious. No, Star Trek is set in fact. It's scientific 
fact. Gravity. Oh, I know that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <for> the, <laughs> it's like, we know the truth, but you know, <laughs> for other people, it's just a movie. Air quotes. <laughs> movie. Yeah, exactly. It's just a movie. <laughs> but like you know, um, her floating, her you know, drifting off into space, and Clooney having enough power in his jetpack to reach out and grab her and then bring her back, and you know, them making that whatever that journey over to the international space station like the like a lot of the stuff was like she early in the movie she obviously didn't know how to do much of anything she was just there for the experiment you she know, barely which, knew how to do her own damn experiment exactly and you know and, and in reality she was the reason why most people have died <laughs> but <laughs> I digress I digress <laughs> The thing was is that like this this woman, yeah, just you know, and this is the thing. Like when NASA sends the people, they have specialists. They're not necessarily astronauts. They're trained they to don't... handle the outer, you know, the the suits and how to how to work on their projects out there. But they're not trained astronauts. They also don't send someone who is so fucking green yeah. that they barely know how to move. Right. And that was her. Like like she. This isn't the 25th century not everybody goes to space <laughs> and when you go to space you spend months and months and months of fucking training yeah like you know that you know that suit like the back of your fucking hand before you go up there right you know so she then you can use it. yeah then you can go clooning around all around the space That's shuttle right. all you want <laughs> doing backflips and <laughs> such and it's like look at this look at this figure eight oh you know <laughs> But, them <laughs> but like near the end of the movie she's using a fucking fire extinguisher to propel herself from this you know escape pod to the Japanese you know empty station and knows how to re-enter you know it's like like the the, the fire extinguisher technically in theory <laughs> might have worked but you you would have had to get that shit perfect yeah Thing, thing about space is when you start moving in one direction, you're not going to stop. <laughs> it's until called something in, stops you. It's called inertia. Yeah. <laughs> so if she were to be just half a second off mm -hmm. in her, you know, very intense calculations when she got the fire extinguisher out, right. she would have missed and then died. Right. <laughs> so she would have reentered. She would have reentered her atmosphere. Yeah. But she would have made it back to Earth. <laughs> And then the remnants would have somewhere touched ground, <laughs> but, but you know, I mean, not. And that's the thing is, is that yeah, it was an entertaining movie. You felt the stress of her and all that stuff. And the one part that I did like was when she was thinking of killing herself, and then, you know, like when I was watching this with my girlfriend, and when the the scene where she's, uh, where you hear the thing open and Clooney comes back into the, you know, into that uh, Japanese space or the Chinese capsule and I'm like and like she's sitting there like wait a minute there's no way he would have come back there's no way he would have made it and there's no way he can get in there without her losing all the oxygen I go this is a dream it's a dream because if it's not a dream I'm going to be so pissed right now yeah <laughs> and and of course it was a dream I'm like okay thank you you gave well, me was, that she was lacking oxygen at that point wasn't she uh no she was she was giving up and she turned all the instruments off and she was going to kind of like freeze to death because she wanted to just like go out and that, that bugged me too like I'm like okay you you have a chance to get back to earth 
a right. slim one, but you have one. You're right. in a capsule that can make it. Right. You don't necessarily know exactly how to use it, but you know how to get it pointed at Earth. <laughs> right. And you choose, because that's too hard, you choose to just shut everything off and die in the cold. That's right. so stupid. Yeah. Like, fuck it, man. Go for it. And they and they really made, really gave no... Like, they tried to touch on it, but they never really gave a reason why she was like that. And then, of course, she landed in, like, the perfect fucking spot to land. Oh, yeah. She she washed up on shore. Right. I was like, really? Yeah. Like, Earth's kind of big when you're trying to land on it in a tin yeah. can. Yeah, and, and you you don't hit the middle of the ocean. No, you hit the middle of a lake. <laughs> in the middle of Sahara. Right. <laughs> that would be more realistic. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Well, that wall looks like it's getting bigger. Holy shit, it's China! <laughs> but um, I mean, but I mean, the movie. If, if you if you put that aside and not be a fucking nerd about it, it was okay. I thought it was like after all the explosions and all the bullshit, it slowed down. And it wasn't that the movie was too slow. It's just that it was slow and then rapidly fucking crazy fast and then yeah. really slow. Yeah. So it just looks like oh fuck, and then you start getting like you're looking at your watch like. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I hear the sequel's gonna have her going back into space, and it's this time it's personal. Just <laughs> <laughs> go with a fucking machine gun. Yeah, she's like, "Fuck you, space!" Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I'm gonna blow up space. <laughs> she single-handedly destroyed like everything. <laughs> the Mir space station. She destroyed <laughs> the space shuttle, and then whatever that thing from China was. <laughs> It's like Jesus. She, lady. She's going back into space because she's not done yet. As soon as she landed, what it showed off camera is NASA came to pick her up, and the first thing that came out of the dude's mouth was, "We're not letting you play with our toys anymore." I know because you're just disrespectful. <laughs> what came out was really you missed one up there. What the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, you couldn't have got all the space junk. Maybe blew that up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. And that's uh, another thing, too. It was just a little convenient of the placement of everything. Oh, right, right, right. Everything and, was all in the same, like, all, they're not all in the same orbit. <laughs> like, she was literally in a town in space that had all these things in it. <laughs> it, was like she, an, it, was like a, it was like an episode of the A-Team. Conveniently, there was a junkyard there. and you know, I wouldn't have been to... surprised how close everything was together. I wouldn't have been surprised. If she would have stopped to get like a space slurpee before she went on, like like it just it felt like she was in like a community of buildings. That wife, and there is I know. no that wife. She's on her fucking iPhone, <laughs> right? Because it works in space. Because as we as Independence Day proved to us, App Mac is a uh, alien technology. That's right. <laughs> well, are they trying on a serious note? Are they trying to um? I don't know if they already did it or not, but get internet access for the space station. Probably, and no, I don't see that being. I know. Oh, great! I'm in a black spot. I don't see that being a complicated task. Like small satellite facing the opposite direction. Yeah. It doesn't seem like that's hard. You can't get a Netgear router to work up there. I mean, maybe they got it. Maybe they got a Belkin. That's what they're fucking up. Oh yeah, that's it. You know, it's like, all right, who got this Time Warner Motorola bullshit? Surfboard my I, ass. I told you to get the Cisco one. What the fuck? <laughs> of course, then as soon as you give them internet access, the productivity is going to drop. They're going to be on YouTube. <laughs> Facebook and shit. <laughs> what up, bitches? <laughs> Guess what I'm doing? I'm circling the globe. You know, hashtag, uh, hashtag, player, emoji, <laughs> space emoji, rocket emoji. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I want to know when they're going to start doing the real science and somebody's going to fuck up there. Like, we need to... Hey, look what happened to the geckos, dude. You know, so... <laughs> what happened to the geckos? Oh, you didn't hear about that one? No. Uh, a couple of weeks, like, about a month ago, the Russians had launched... Um, uh, had launched astronauts in some tests for the International Space Station, and they had, they wanted to see uh, the mating habits of geckos. And they had four girls, one guy, one male, four females, one male. Living that life. Living that, yeah, he was, you know, living the life of uh, fucking Hugh Hefner and shit. Basically, they wanted to ensure that he was going to fuck. Exactly. But uh, they lost contact with the. I don't. I, for some reason, it seemed like that the thing was outside of the space station, or what? Or what have you? And they. That's said, weird because the Japanese have like a really cool laboratory up there. Yeah, I don't know. It was really weird the way they were saying it, but they said that they lost contact with uh, with that, and then they re, re, regained contact, but found out that all the geckos had froze to death. Oh well, because the, the Russians don't know how to build shit. Because <laughs> I think bro. But they need to do, like, seriously, use, like, lab mice, bring a couple of them, of them up stop, there. Stop fucking around with that shit. You yeah. just put, just get, get, uh, Skinamax on there, <laughs> you get the Barry White on there, you know music travels in, in zero G, and, and just say, you know what, we noticed YouTube, and you're kind of itching to do it, you know, all through training, it's time, and we're going to videotape. I also another thing and I instantly th- uploaded to you. <laughs> this is the last thing I want to say. Fuck all the zero G training. What they need to do is something they already know how to do, and make a space station with artificial gravity. What? They no already way. know how to do it, but they never fucking do it, and I don't understand why. <laughs> Especially with the fucking ISS, it's all modular. Yeah. Make a module with fucking artificial gravity in it. Who cares hard. if it costs money? The Japanese will do it. Oh, yeah. Because they're like, huh, what else could we do? I'm bored. <laughs> we did all the stuff we were supposed to do. The Japanese are like the fucking MacGyvers of space travel. Like, they'll be up there going, oh, we want artificial gravity. Give me a toothpick, <laughs> three paper clips, and a book. And, and you know that those uh, and you know those bicycle chains, you know, for, you know, give me one of those. Cause, yeah. Because <laughs> I, I get bored easily. <laughs> you know? Give it two hours, they'd have a fucking new space station. Yeah, because you put, you put the Japanese up there, they're going to be like, okay, you're up here for 160 days. This is the list of stuff you have to do. All right, now we have 160 days left. What are we going to do? The real reason why the <laughs> Japanese do so well, though, is because their culture actually respects, like, people being smart mm. other than our country which you have to know how to throw a football before anybody fucking respects you this is true so. or have a sex tape that makes you a celebrity on E yeah, yeah. that but, ass though I'm yeah, but, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah this last week um, I, I, I know I told you guys bef- uh, all, all the people listening before that I started watching Arrow and uh, binge watch Arrow season one, just after the season finale of season two, and then season two came out this last week. So John and I have been kind of binge watching it uh, here and there. We're almost done. We're like half. We're probably about three quarters of the way through. Um, but uh, <laughs> it shit's crazy. Like they have. Uh, they've. Are they have already increased like the characters and the the villains and the you know uh, all of that for season two and it's going to get even more crazy because they're adding Ray Palmer in season three and um, 
bunch of other uh, bunch of other ones in there. But now they have Black Canaries on board. Uh, the Huntress is returning. Uh, they're introducing the Suicide Squad. They've already introduced Amanda Waller, and um, and all of that. And she's she's picking apart a team to become a part of a squad, as she called it. But of course, because it's on the CW, Amanda Waller is not the big black woman that you see in the in the comic books. She's a very attractive. African yeah, I don't. Woman. I don't. There was a whole. There's a point to her look in the comic book. She's supposed to be imposing. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the uh, the paper thin fucking cutie pie that they have in the <laughs> in other areas of fucking comic lore <laughs> is not imposing. Yeah. <laughs> um. But uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Like this, the season itself is as really. If you've wa- ever watched the show, there's always two storylines in in the main in the main episodes. It's Oliver Queen now as Arrow, or the flashback. And in season one, it was the main story, and then it would show like the back flashbacks would be of his his first year on the island. And so you start getting all of that, but in the way the second season is flushed out, the flashbacks are mirroring the instances that are happening now. So you're finding out a lot of the information of the stuff that he encountered on the island is coming back to haunt him six years later. Hmm. So it's actually been it's actually been really cool. They have uh, we just got through the whole we're in the middle of the of um, Wilson Slade um, storyline. They've had. Uh, bunch of different uh, villains on there. It's actually been really, really cool this season. Arsenal is coming of age. And, uh, yeah, so it's, it's just been, it's been really, really fun like to watch. It's, a, it's one of those things that I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, next episode, next episode. Five hours later, I'm like, shit! <laughs> I just burned through five episodes worth. But yeah, I need to I need to check that show out. I keep it, forgetting. It's it's one of those things where it's like if you stick with it past the first two episodes, which first, are the only two I've seen. Yeah, if you go past the first two, because the first two couple episodes, it's a little it's trying to get its bearings. But once he gets Felicity and Diggle part of his team, then things start. Once they introduce Felicity, because she's a cutie pie, but she's the tech nerd. You know, she's their oracle basically, mm-hmm. and um, but she's funny like you know she is like super funny and just she's you just you love her character but uh yeah so it's been it's been it's a fun show to watch season two is definitely a is bigger in scope fight scenes are local of course you know it's television so there's a few little lame bits in there but a lot of the but a lot of the hand-to-hand combat stuff is actually pretty cool you know what television always does in fight scenes they they always they hang too much on a close-up Right, right. And it makes it corny as shit. <laughs> like, the fight scene's really dope, and then all of a sudden, there's Arrow, the dude who plays Arrow or whatever, and he's you just hold on his face in the middle of a fight scene right. for just too long. <laughs> it's like, this isn't a novella, dude. <laughs> the cool thing, though, is that in season two, they've actually amped up the scope, so you actually see a lot more, of, especially when, like, Black, um, Black Canary, because she has her staff, so there's a lot of wide shots of her just taking out a bunch of guys. You know, and um, and then oh yeah, and they introduced uh, Barry Allen. I just saw the Barry Allen introduction, which was really cool. And in the end of his two episode stint, they're talking about the particle accelerator in Central City, and he's at this police station. You know, and then all of a sudden they're like, 
oh, there's been an accident, all of a sudden it just, you see the whole flash and kind of what you've seen in the pilot of Arrow happen. And he's laying on the ground and you're seeing like these like little like electricity bolts going around him. And uh, so I was like, oh shit, we just saw the origin. That's cool. All I know is they better do that fla- the flash right and, and get into like the speed force and shit. Don't just make, well, why is he fast? <laughs> because he is. Yeah. No, please don't do that. Like, you make it, make there a reason for it. Well, yeah, and and he's supposed to, yeah. So Star Labs is big and supposed to be an Arrow. So we'll see how that all turns out. Wayne, Wayne Enterprises probably owns it. Wayne Enterprises owns everything. Oh, I know. Do you know that Wayne Enterprises in the official universe owns the Daily Planet? Hmm, I didn't know that. So Superman gets his checks. <laughs> from Batman, yeah. keep that shit right. And actually, he he gives um, oh, what I can't remember the exact number, but but Clark Kent's paycheck is very generous, <laughs> like very fucking generous for what he does. Right, right. Making Lois look like a bitch. <laughs> That's the only reason she got with him. Well, you know, money. well, you know, where he has this, um, the you know Fortress of Solitude. That is not rent control. <laughs> so, you know. He pays like 20 G's a month. Exactly, day. exactly. And he has to pay for trash, power. You know uh, what? Water. I actually heard he only pays 200 a month because you know what? The three major things about real estate. Location, location, location. 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 And that's out in the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> oh, the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> so I have a funny story today. Um... I play Minecraft online. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. There's like games that people play. I don't really do that in there. I just build shit and talk with people. But I'm in this one community which will remain nameless. <laughs> and <laughs> they did a map reset. So basically, you erase the current map because it was getting a little ridiculous mm-hmm. how much bullshit was on there. And then you make a new one. Fucking badass, too. They made a map that's like four times bigger. It has all the new shit from the new version of the game and, and stuff like that. So it's, it's really interesting. So everyone has, like, this pioneering attitude out looking for their spot that they're going to put their shit. Right. And, and this particular server is cool because uh, they let everybody keep two of their builds. Like, you just had to submit it on the website, and then they'll paste it into the new map and shit like that. So, blah, blah, blah. It's a free game. I mean, Minecraft wasn't free. I paid the 26 bucks for it, but the whole server thing is free. And nothing but bitching and complaining mm-hmm. from from a small group of people, like because the current version of Minecraft's one point eight, but our map is one point seven ten. <laughs> because Mojang, the people who made Minecraft, they changed the EULA, and it screwed up a lot of a lot of the server type stuff. Mm-hmm. Only because everything's up in the air, like they don't they don't know or anything like that. So they couldn't put it on 1.8. So people are like, this is fucking stupid. This is ridiculous. Why would you even do it? It doesn't even make any sense. Blah, blah, blah. And I wasn't saying anything because I was building a barn. I was busy, right? Just a couple, like a handful of people just complaining. And everybody on my server is like super sweet. Like they always act like that. They're very like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way. Like really nice. They're probably British or something. So. Or Canadian. Canadian, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Not the rebels like us. <laughs> yeah. Off, yeah. Um, so blah, 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 The Apple just, mentality. <laughs> right. They're just complaining, complaining, complaining. And one, this one dude has been complaining for 20 minutes about gravel. Or no, 
granite. Okay? Because in 1.8, granite was added to the game. And it's literally as exciting as granite is in real life. Hmm. It's just a block. It does nothing. It's for aesthetics, basically. So I don't even get granite. That's the whole point. I'm supposed to be able to play with granite. And I go, um, <laughs> I started chiming in. And I'm like, uh, I've only seen granite in real life. And it, it never thrills me too much <laughs> to get this upset. And he fucking unleashed on me. And he's like, that's not the point. I said, you know what? None, none of these guys, none of the admins of the server are going to tell you this because they're too nice. But you're here for free. If you don't like it, there are like a million Minecraft servers. Go pick one. Yeah. And he just fucking dipped out. But the whole, the funny thing was, is like, people get so uppity about video games. Like, oh, yeah. I'm a big time gamer. I mean, I love playing Minecraft. I love playing other games too. But if something happens that I don't particularly like, I'll go, oh, well, eh, oh, whatever. You know, because then now everyone too, a lot of people are trying to claim land for themselves like people that have never even built anything <laughs> go, I'm taking this island and it's like fucking the size like the comparative size of like fucking Arizona like <laughs> no what <laughs> well it's like it's, it's like those people that get pissed off because Apple gave them a copy of the new YouTube album the YouTube album for free yeah well you shouldn't have get, put it on my purchase thing and you shouldn't have downloaded it for me already it's like Really, guys? Just delete, just delete the shit. It's like, what is it with people that just like, it's this, oh, that entitlement factor just like, uh. Just shut up. Especially you the, paid full price for the damn phone. Especially, yeah, especially the people that just like, you know, that got it for free. They just like feel like, you know, oh, well, why can't I get this? It's like, because this is free, dipshit. <laughs> Oh, and then the, the last thing I'll say about it, this one dude got pissed off at me specifically because I, I every most people got one build they could copy from the old map and bring it in. Build is in something you built, obviously, like a building or something like that. Right. Well, I had two because I happened to have, there's different ranks on the server, and I happen to have a, a rank called Builder, which is, it just means that you build something and then you submit for a builder and then they they come in the the mods the ones who build like the massive fucking crazy shit they'll right. come and check it out and if they think it's dope they give you the rank and then you get some perks like i can um i can teleport to people not everybody can do that like i just type in a command and go Phew. i just remembered that today i've been walking everywhere like a jackass <laughs> um so i said in the comments hey anybody paste in builds you know to bring the new builds in and um, one of the admins was like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually thinking about going to bed. You know, I'm like, oh, that's fine, dude, whatever. It, it happens when it happens. And he goes, how many builds do you have? I said, oh, I, I just got the two. And he goes, oh, yeah, that's right. And this one, <laughs> he's like, two? What do you mean two? And I said, well, I mean exactly how it sounded. I have two builds. So that that's really no nothing more. So he's like, I was only allowed one. And then the, uh, the admin, he goes, well, um, the lazy sapien, which is my... <laughs> gaming tag uh, has a builder ring so he gets two because the way it is, is like builder is only the first step this is so stupid I'm even explaining builder is <laughs> only the first step in the whole like being a builder series of tags so there's builder then foreman then something else and then planner so I got to keep the thing I got I got builder for which was a like an in that I made and then I got to keep the thing I'm building for Foreman. 
obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he fucking went on a tangent, and the admin was like, "Listen, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna tell it like it is. You have not impressed us enough to get two builds." Dude, he fucking flipped the fuck out. <laughs> what? I built this and this and this and this and this. And then Adam goes, building a bunch of boxes does not impress us enough to give you to for us to save it. Like I'm talking, I had this badass inn that I made, it's all dope, two stories, like real, real slick. And then the other thing I was building is like this big keep, which is fucking huge. You know, and I'm like, hey, man, come on, you guys gotta help me out. No, no, wherever we're gonna copy it. You know, I'm just a dork. You know, but I just think that that's the whole point. I think it's funny. It's literally we're playing a game and building things, but they don't actually exist. The only right. thing we're, we have is the time that we're spending doing it. <laughs> I do it to kick back, whatever, chat with some cool people. Right. But and I always play late at night, so I'm talking to like people in England and um, and Australia and shit. So I find that cool because you, you get to talk to different an eclectic an eclectic mix of people. <laughs> you just get those bitches. Probably yeah. like 12 years old. Right. <laughs> I want everything. I'm actually like, well, technically I'm like almost 13, like yeah. by six months. <laughs> I, did, I said that I said that to my uh, daughter. I said, why do young people, whenever you ask them how old they are, they tell you what they're going to become. Right. Like was, I, my son asked my 14-year-old daughter, how old are you? And she says, well, I'm going to be 15. And my other daughter, the the what I like to say, the, the quick one. Mm-hmm. Not because not she's smarter, but she's always quick with the, like, the words. You know, right. she's a bit of a wordsmith. She goes, so you mean you're 14? <laughs> and th- this is an 8-year-old, by the way. You're right. You're 14. You're not... She's... And my, my oldest like, yeah, I'm going to be 15. And Hannah, the, the younger one's like, just say it. Just say you're 14. <laughs> and she goes, I'm 8. I'm not going to be nine. I'm eight. <laughs> I was like, damn, this eight-year-old is cold-blooded. Dude, I love it. I love well, every minute of it. Well, it's funny. Like, kids, you know, when they're younger, especially teenagers, they always want to be older. And then when you're older, you always, like, you know, how old are you? It's like, I'm 28. Oh, yeah, when's your birthday? Well, it's like in two weeks, so I'm 28, but I, I'll i be 29. You know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> you know. Stupid. Uh, but, uh, that's funny, dude. <sighs> My, even free shit gets so much drama. It's just stupid. Like you're not. Yeah. Paying. I mean, there's donations. Like if you want to throw a little, I'm probably gonna kick in like a twenty buck, something like that, just because I was impressed by the <laughs> the organization of the reset. Because I've been on a few servers before, and I was impressed by how much they actually do for people that aren't paying for it. I was yeah. like, I think I'll throw him like twenty to help him out with the server or whatnot, and I get some perks for that shit too. Right. You know, but like these people entitlement is just oh, yeah. everywhere you know it's like steady yeah and they'll they'll say like well i bought minecraft and I'm like yeah well mojang thanks you and buy this <laughs> server <laughs> uh microsoft thanks you actually yeah, yeah exactly yeah hydra <laughs> remember next time hail hydra right. that's the code word <laughs> yeah yeah buy the get a discount now just uh discount code hail hydra um so really quickly, I wanted to touch on this because this came out um, today, which is Monday. Uh, so if you guys have seen X-Men Days of Future Past, really good movie. Uh, I, I thought it yeah. re- did a great job. Yeah, you just finally saw it, right? I just saw it, and 
I didn't want to see because I wasn't. I I really wasn't impressed with the last Wolverine flick. It was a decent flick, but it, I wasn't. It didn't throw me in the one of the X Men movies. I, that's the thing is that it's not. It's not thrilling me enough for me to even remember. You didn't which like. Ones are you, which. Didn't, you didn't like the Wolverine. I no. like the first one, kind of. I, I like I, the thing about those movies. I like Wolverine in them. Right. Like, I think he's the perfect Wolverine, and, and they're still fun to watch, but I always watch it, and I'm kind of like, oh, it would have been cooler if they would have did this and this. Hmm. You know, but uh, I don't know. But Be Yeah. Dead, I guess. <laughs> but uh, after those allegations of Brian Singer and that guy f- suing a bunch of people for, you know, uh, sexual assault and stuff like that, well, oh, yeah, yeah his, the, he's basically kind of... Uh, Dismi- the, the the cases have basically been dismissed because he they're finding out he made different comments to the contrary of what he said in uh, in uh, his court cases. So basically, that put Brian Singer back in the clear. So it was already kind of uh, mentioned that after Days of Future Past, there'd be another X Men movie called Apocalypse. Which, if you've seen the tag scene in the end of uh, Days of Future Past, the character pops up. Who's supposed to be a pretty fucking badass character? He is a really yeah. badass character. Yeah, but uh, it he was can. Not... Uh, would you like me to say who Apocalypse is really sure, quick? Sure, sure, sure. Um, Apocalypse is the first mutant, and he um, he gained like alien technology, so he's even more badass than he was. But he lives forever now. Um, he has the four horsemen, which are they've always been different mutants. He he changes them to suit. The, the Hulk was one of the four horsemen for, for a little bit. Um, telekinesis, obviously, as you could see, he was building a pyramid, uh, and he just hates everyone. Yeah. Really? He's just, like, super powerful. Yeah. So that's going to be the next film, and it's beneficial. It kind of kind of was downscaled during the lawsuits, but now that they're over, Brian Singer has made a deal to come back and direct Apocalypse. So we're going to get some continuity, so we're not going to have the whole Brett Rattler... Brett Ratner thing happen, like what happened in X Men Three. So this should be actually be pretty cool. So I'm I'm pretty psyched about it because I really liked Days of Future Past. I thought that was a good movie, and um, really kind of whoa. I was surprised how good that movie was. Yeah, like I, I I you wanted me to watch it, and I was like, all right, and I'm like, ah, fuck it, I I got some time, whatever, I'll watch it, and I was totally fucking into it. Like Dude. from the from the jump, I was into it. Dude, the fucking Quicksilver scene. Was... <laughs> that character was dope. That, and it pissed me off that he was only in it for such a uh, short period of time, but just his character was just fucking slicker than shit. You know, I, I, I really liked it, and just that whole segment in there where he's running around that kitchen, you know, moving the moving the bullets slightly, you know, and just racing around and listening to that, listening to the music. It was just, he was yeah. just badass. But, uh, yeah, so there's that, and if you haven't checked it out yet, ooh baby! So yeah. there was a uh, a fan vid created um, for Spawn, and I did an article on it on the website, just saying how it impressed me, basically. Um, and it's on a YouTube channel, uh, Iris C. So I R R I R I S S E E. Um, it's actually when the last time I checked, it was the only video on there. Um, <laughs> but it's done in a kind of horror yeah. style. It's about eight minutes long, and um, well, I'm not even. It? 
oh hell yeah I'm not even gonna spoil it like it's it's the special effects for a YouTube video for a bro, fan vid is off the fucking chain dude oh yeah and I hope they keep making a few more videos too but it was um there there were moments of like I really did feel like the dread you will feel when you're when you're watching a good horror movie. I, I had a I had a little bit of urine leakage. I have to admit, that was just... <laughs> I had a little bit of semen leakage when uh, Spawn showed up. Oh, I know. And, and they really did it right, where where the cape like kind of fills up the whole area, and it's I was so good, man. I need to speak with her. You're like, oh shit. It's like shit. You do what he says. <laughs> exactly. You're lucky I got to you first, child. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Yeah, it's so badass. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll put it in the uh, I'll put it in the show notes so you guys can go to lazygeese.com um, on this podcast, and you can we'll put the link there, or you just go to videos on the Lazy Geeks, and it'll come up there. All right. Wow. Oh, so, did you retag it? Because I don't remember tagging it properly. Yeah, I think I retagged it. Because someone doesn't retag videos properly. Uh, Whatever. Anyway. I tagged it as. Uh, <laughs> we should have that in the dead <laughs> For the random shit, you know, the yeah. <laughs> I'll just put I'll put random like the hot girl of the week. We'll be that kind of site. Yeah, we'll be that. <laughs> so we alienate all female readers. Exactly. Alright, so I guess it's time we jump into some news. So this week in television news, this is actually kind of fun. Um if you're uh if any of you are keeping track, this week's Doctor Who casting news brought three main actors from the sci-fi pop culture series Spaced to the series. Uh, back in season one, Simon Pegg co-starred with the um, co-starred opposite the ninth Doctor, while Jessica Hines co-starred in with the tenth Doctor in the third season. Now Nick Frost will be joining the twelfth Doctor this Christmas. Nick Frost will be joining the Christmas special, which has already begun filming. The casting. The news was teased earlier uh, last Friday um, from the official Doctor Twitter account, which you can see on thelazygeeks.com. Quote, I'm so thrilled I was asked to guest on Doctor Who on the Doctor Who Christmas special. I'm such a fan of the show, Frost said. The read-through was very difficult for me. I wanted to keep stuffy, stuffing my fingers into my ears and scream no spoilers. Every, <laughs> every day on the set, I had, um, I had to silence my internal fanboy squeals. Um, Frost at Christmas, it just makes sense. Stephen Moffat said about Frost's casting. I worked with Nick on Tintin, uh, on the Tintin movie many years ago, and it was a real pleasure to lure him back to television for a ride in the TARDIS. Other, another notable, notable is the son of the second Doctor is making an appearance on the show. Michael Troughton will be joining Frost on the special. There is obviously no word on what he will be playing on the series, but he is following his father's footsteps by appearing on the series. Uh, this is the second time that uh, Stephen Moffat has had a member of a, of a Doctor Who family, most notably in the first episode uh, of the Twelfth Doctor's appearance. Sarah Jane's, uh, the late Sarah Jane's husband, appeared as the guy that was that given his coat to the Doctor. Um, filming of the Christmas special is currently underway. When it's not a lot of time off for Capaldi and crew since the production of the 8th series completed in early August. After production is completed, they will return for the ninth season of the series in January. Uh, and for those of you that don't know Nick Frost by name, all I have to say is Shaun of the Dead, um, Paul, 
anything with Simon Pegg, really, because he was his buddy in all those movies. He was in that uh, that sci-fi show, British sci-fi show that's on Netflix now, too. can't remember what it's called. So now it's irrelevant. So <laughs> He's in it. Search him on Netflix. There you go. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of Doctor Who, uh, see? Segway. It actually worked out. Yeah. You know, it would work better if you didn't actually have to announce the segue. <laughs> Whatever. Don't tell me how to live my life. <laughs> you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> From these streets, motherfucker. We <laughs> announce segues when I come through. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice is a literary classic that has entertained people for years. I don't know why I put that sentence in the beginning. Of course, once the you modern... to be pompous. Right. Of course, once the modern world got a hold of it, adding zombies was almost a given. The film adaptation of Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, yes, that's the title. I put that in parentheses. <laughs> it's bugging me that there's no comma in between Pride and Prejudice. Even um, though that's not the title, but, you know. I don't care. Damn. Pride and Prejudice, hashtag, and Zombies. Hashtag. <laughs> Um, has been taken its fair amount of time getting to production, but shooting starts on September 24th, with its release date being up in the air. Best known for... Wait, where'd I go? (laughs) Uh, So they announced that Matt Smith uh, has been casted um, as Mr. Collins in in the film. Mr. Collins looks for the affection of the story's female lead, Liz Bennett, um, played by Lily James, uh, of course, Matt Smith is best known as the Doctor in Doctor <laughs> Who. What? Uh, yeah. For four, for four seasons. For four okay. seasons. <laughs> Smith has just finished work on his role in the upcoming Terminator Genesis as well. Um, that's Which another. Is not spelled right. Both. There's two things in one short <laughs> article that is bucking the shit out of me. Ugh. They better have a reason in the story why that's spelled like that. <laughs> It's it's nice to see Matt Smith getting back getting back to back work. Apart from being a huge Doctor Who fan myself, uh, his time on the show really showcased his talents as a serious, dramatic as well as comedic actor. I'm stroking Matt Smith's uh, dick a little bit here. Um, we can be I, sure to see a great performance. I can tell you why they didn't use the regular Genesis. It's because it's copy. It's uh, trademarked already. Uh, under well, holy under holy by Bible. The, the yeah. holy Bible. Yeah. <laughs> They yeah. named tra- Genesis, tra- and the Pope was like, "Hey guys, yeah, what are you doing?" I, I don't mean to, I don't mean to flex here, but you know, our Same Father, ha- our uh, God has the uh, God owns the trademark for that. Here's the piece of paper. Let me get up <laughs> off this solid gold chair real quick <laughs> to tell you. That's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on into gaming news. Uh, <laughs> Gay men news? Is that what you just said? It sounded like gay men news. <laughs> oh man, it was funny because when I had when I announced the title of this bit, Adam was like, "What?" Because I said, P- uh, "PS now available on PS3." And I was like, "Wait, what? PlayStation is now available on the PlayStation 3? What?" <laughs> so confusing. Uh, the long rumored open beta for the PlayStation Now is online and ready to go for PlayStation 3 users. Back in July, it was made available for the PlayStation 4 for PlayStation 4 users and promised to come out later in the summer for the PS3. On their blog, they made the announcement last week for the open beta. The PS Now is available on PlayStation 3 users in mainland US 
in the mainland U.S. and parts of Canada started starting the last Thursday. Sony has claimed that their streaming library has grown to more than 150 titles with additional games coming, uh, coming on over time. In the blog post, Sony announced three games that will be coming to the service soon, uh, God of War, As Ascension, Infamous, and Ultra Street Fighter 4. There are various rental plans for you to sign up with and the recently reduced the pricing for the four-hour rental. One stipulation for the PS Now is that you are required to be hardlined for your internet connection with five megs or better uh, with your uh, to have the best service. So if you have uh, been waiting for this since it was announced, I imagine many of you will be spending a lot of time on that <laughs> right now. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully it's a little more interesting than... Um the PS3 version. Remember where it, well, it wasn't called PS Now though. It was a uh, home, PlayStation oh, Home. Yeah. PlayStation Home. Yeah. It's just a big fucking like AOL chat room with avatars. Yeah. It was just kind of dumb. Like well, they could have did more with it, but. Well, yeah. I mean, this is where you're stre- streaming Gaikai and stuff like you know, basically is what you're doing. Oh but, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Because I remember, uh, like, if you wanted to go see, you could use Home, not Home, yeah, Home, PlayStation Home. To go view trailers and shit, but you had to you had to actually walk your character to the movie theater. <laughs> I'm like, why are we emulating something I don't want to do in real life? I know, right? Come on, oh man, yeah. It's but I was kind of surprised that you know they're like, yeah, for the best results though, be hardlined. It's like they usually say that for that though, yeah, because they, that's just covering their ass. It'll work on Wi-Fi. Yeah. But if if it it might lag a little bit, and they don't want everyone to go, what the fuck? I don't know what the fuck anyway. And then like, we are you hardlined? Well, I didn't see that. Well, fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, so you were too busy, fucking sucking your own dick. Do you yeah. say? <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> well, impressive. That's still your own fault. <laughs> anyway, speaking of video games. That video game, though. That video game, though. <laughs> Square Enix, or Squaresoft, or Square, depending on how old you are, has been bringing the Final Fantasy franchise to PC a lot lately. Of course, there is Final Fantasy um, 14. It's so sad that when I see a Roman numeral, I have to think about it. Um, a Realm Reborn. Uh, but we also have some old classics like Final Fantasy IV, as well as Seven and A. <laughs> now the developer is bringing something a bit more recent to the PC front, with Final Fantasy XIII being confirmed for a PC release. The PC release will include all three thirteen titles uh, eventually, with Final Fantasy XIII, Final Fantasy XIII-2, and Lightning Returns Final Fantasy all making their debut on the platform. The first title, Final Fantasy XIII, will be available for pre-purchase at at $14.39 USD um, and $16 USD after release. That is the weirdest discount. (laughs) It just, it's probably like a percentage and it's, their ads for it are worded a little bit better, but when you just look at the numbers, it's like, what? Were you covering tax? (laughs) Right. Um, the release date for the first title is set for October 9th, with all three being available sometime by spring 2015. Um, the 13 trilogy met with mixed reviews when when it was alive and well. Most agreed that they were good games, but lacked something the older titles in the series in the Final Fantasy series had. Uh, the visuals were great, and it's worth a purchase if you're a PC gamer that never checked them out. 
however. Um, the <laughs> price is right for an impulse buy, at least. Uh, what it was lacking was it was they were very linear. Hmm. Like, very paint-by-numbers. You go here, 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 and here. And in the world of... We live in now of, like, Skyrims and shit. Like, people right. are kind of... They're spoiled by the open-world games now. They were good games, though, and I think the only reason there was three of them is because everyone had such a hat-on for the main character. Um, <laughs> her name is Lightning, but she's uh, very she's very cute, you know, so... Well, when you said, you know, Square Enix or Square or the whatever you call it, I was going to say, or or the company that... The one that does all the Final Fantasy games. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes, sometimes Square Enix, that's all they're known for is the... See, they were in the '90s, dude. They they made some of the cool. They made Chrono Trigger, fucking um, dude. That was like 15, 20 years ago, though. Hey man, it's still impressive. Chrono Trigger came out on the Super Nintendo, <laughs> and it was the shit. But Square Enix, though, though. <laughs> you know, my daughter keeps doing that. She keeps saying though after everything. But she does it in a serious way. Oh. So I always make fun of her. Yeah. Like, she'll, she'll be like, um, I said, uh, she said, what's for, the, what's for dinner, though? And I go, uh, we're having pizza tonight. She's like, oh, can I get a slice, though? And I go, as opposed to what? And she's like, what do you mean, as opposed? I'm like, well, you're saying, though. Yeah. Which is alluding to there is an alternate choice. Right. That I have previously offered you. And she's can I, like, can I get a pizza slice, though? I'm having... Yeah. Tuna casserole. <laughs> and I explained it to her, and she looked at me with the blankest fucking state. Like, what? But you say it, but I'm being ironic. Yeah, the ironic. <laughs> that's what I said. I say it ironically. And she's like, but well, you're, you're older than me. Why do you even say that? And I'm like, because your generation is unoriginal. Yeah. Bitches. Yeah, because your, your generation is too lazy to say carpe diem when you say YOLO. <laughs> and yet, you still don't even know how to do it right. Her generation doesn't want to do anything right. <laughs> or what is it? I'm being ironical. <laughs> I get irritated. Like, I keep seeing on TV teenagers that are like, they read all the time and they have very interesting ideas and, and fresh ideas. And, and I'm like, these, these are some cool cats. I mean, the, the, the new generation is dope. And then I, I see the ones that I know and I'm like these these kids are barely smart enough to fucking put their shoes on drop the bomb now <laughs> drop it now I'm gonna uh. go blade style and start taking them out like vampires <laughs> I tell my daughter sometimes I, I go on these tan my wife calls it my intellectual tangent because she'll do too many stupid things or mm. say too many stupid things and I'll just go in this 20 minute rant of how it's important to not speak like a fucking retard all the time <laughs> and stuff like that. And she's like, just my daughter's so used to it. She just sits there and looks at me, probably thinking about what fucking color nail polish to put on next. I'll go after those people arrow style and go, you have failed your generation. <laughs> <laughs> like a use, I'll say this real quick. There's a YouTube video. There's a song. It's tiptoeing in my Jordans. It was tiptoeing in my Jordan. It's a really stupid song. So I could judge that by just simply the title. Right. So it was like a Vine video comp comp what is it called? Compilation? Yeah. Um and it was just people tiptoeing. That's all it was. And uh, it just so happened to be like well well off looking white girls. 
<laughs> and um, someone, or not even someone, a bunch of people in the comments were like, "There go, there they go, white people stealing our culture." And I actually commented on one. I'm like, "Your culture is Jordan's." <laughs> Like that's that's what you're upset about. Yeah. You're not upset about anything else. You just because we're wearing or white people are wearing shoes that you like. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, because they were only made for black people. That's that's. It's not even that. It's just young people's priorities so fucked up. <laughs> you want to tiptoe and you you want to buy two hundred dollar fucking sneakers? Go right ahead. I'm gonna buy my Vans and keep it real. That's what you always get. Really, that's the takeaway. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, what, that's what that's the moral of the story here, guys. <laughs> oh man, moving on into uh, comic news. Uh, Towing to my Jordans. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Those Jordans, dough. Those Jordans, dough. <laughs> and you can't say though. You have to say dough. Dough. Yeah, you gotta tell your tell your daughters like, no, you gotta say dough. It's the Jordans, dough. It's gonna start slapping. <laughs> ironically. Yeah, ironically. I'm doing it ironical. <laughs> ironical. <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of news going uh, around the internet for a possible Supergirl television series, which will follow the same flow as the CW's Arrow and The Flash. The production team behind the series, Greg Beltrani, or Belantri and Ollie Adler, have been working on the series to focus on the Man of Steel's super cousin. It has found a new home without a pilot, but full series commitment. Uh, Belantri and Adler have taken out the project to broadcast networks on Wednesday. By Thursday, CBS had committed to the series with a commitment that was better than the commitment deal given to uh, to Fox's Gotham. This will mark the the final major network uh, that that didn't have a comic series of some sort on their channel lineup. Unfortunately, we will possibly not see the series that come to fruition until fall of 2015. CBS has uh, been the only major network without a comic series, but it does, it does not seem surprising that they would pick up uh, a female lead series, as a lot of their shows on there have a, there's a lot of female leads on that show on that on that channel. CBS, uh, DC has been making a big push for television, not so much in the movies. They currently have five DC comic titles coming to television this season. Gotham on Fox, CW's Arrow, The Flash, and iZombie, and Constantine's Constantine on NBC. And according to Deadline, uh, ABC is considered off-limits due to their close corporate ties to Disney and Marvel. The last uh, series... Doesn't, that Disney, del- doesn't Disney own ABC? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that The last series uh, that dealt with anyone from Krypton was the WB series Smallville. Fortunately for all of us, it will not deal with her long journey to discovering who she was. Much <laughs> for six seasons <laughs> and <Jesus> a movie, <laughs> and a few books and comics as well. Right. Much like what they are doing with the Flash, uh, they have and have done with Arrow. They will focus on her being t- oh, 24 and deciding to embrace her own powers and be the hero that she was meant to be after so many years of hiding and not becoming Power Girl. Uh, now. If studios could make a solo female, uh, excuse me, hero film, since we have three coming to television, Agent Carter, Jessica Jones, and now Supergirl, all on the slate for coming te- for coming to television, but we need a big screen female-led superhero movie. There is no debate on this, but who will be the first? All I know is... She's got to have that ass tone. Kara is blonde, white blue-eyed 
and I guarantee you someone is going to be upset. Mm-hmm. doesn't matter because they're going to pick an actress that's going to look like her and they're going to, of course, of course, this be a blonde white girl. All right. Well, I'm sorry. It's just that's the world we live in now, you know? Yeah. Just blonde white people, people. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Master race. Wow. <laughs> that's not what I said. But I was I was truncating what you had said to, you know, to that statement. To some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. But what he meant though was the master race. <laughs> Look, I was over here busy tiptoeing in the Jordans. <laughs> oh jeez. But what's what's kind of what kind of sucks though is Nat's going to be Supergirl, although I would much rather see her in the Power Girl costume. Do you know that DC gave a lame reason why that empty space is there on her chest? Yeah, it was called those Presto. No, seriously, <laughs> she Power Girl herself explained it that it was um she was trying to come up with a symbol that described her and she couldn't so she left it empty so as significant tits. as an emptiness while she tried to find her it's like you're showing off your tits yeah it's like settle down i could figure out a symbol except hey i have big tits i'm gonna show them off why don't you just leave that whole section blank <laughs> please um all right let's let's move along we're being we're being crude now and funny Let's talk about let's talk about a very dignified um dignified person in history. Alright. <laughs> anyway. Uh DC Comics again is really building quite the universe on the small screen the last couple of years. With animations doing well, the popularity of Arrow, the upcoming Flash series and more, DC isn't holding back. A new iconic DC character, Lucifer, will make yeah, that Lucifer will make his way to television uh, if the pilot is picked up. Lucifer Morningstar... Which, first, will, be, which will be retitled because they're not going to keep that intent. That they'll probably call it Lux. Yeah. I guarantee it. Um, Lucy... Lucy, or Lucy. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Lucifer Morningstar first showed up in Neil Gaiman's um, The Sandman as a supporting character in 1989. The character had a successful run of his own in his own spin-off series from 2000 to 2006. Um, in the character's latest series, he is depicted as a neutral entity who does essentially whatever he feels like doing. Um, kind of like the devil. Uh, <laughs> the, the, series, the series follows along the solo run in many ways, it seems. Growing bored with ruling over hell, Lucifer relinquishes the throne and moves to Earth, specifically Los Angeles, because honestly, where, where else would go? You? Yeah. Um, there he owns and operates a piano bar called Lux and is depicted along the lines of of a uh, the gentleman devil like you know how there's always different versions of the devil right. he's that suave one that, yeah, that version. there's there's the devil the uh, pitchfork and horns then there's Al Pacino yeah. <laughs> and then you have the suave gentleman devil <laughs> exactly uh, and Al Pacino was not the suave gentleman <laughs> no Absentee landlord. I think the quote, the closest the closest one of that is uh, bedazzled. Oh yeah, I was I was just thinking that I was she just was thinking, so oh, charming yeah. and shit. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I was just um, thinking about her. This is a series that I'm interested in for a variety of reasons. One being, it could go both ways depending on how they handle the character. 
it could be very easy to create a shallow story that won't hold the viewer's interest. On the other hand, if done properly, this could pan out to be a great show with elements of the supernatural that ask the viewers some tough questions about morality and what is considered right and wrong, which is what the comic book did. Um, the other glaringly obvious issue that, sh that this show will face although not as big of a setback as it used to be, is the fact that the main character is also the main villain and the number one religion of the United States. Uh, while Lucifer of DC isn't the same Lucifer in the Christian text, he pretty much is, but I mean, obviously not the same thing. The name recognition and similarities could cause small groups to get upset. Comparing the two characters of the Lucifer of DC is at least far more fleshed out and interesting, so they have that going for them. Um... <laughs> Well, I mean, it's true. Uh, the The comic is really good. It's a really interesting character because they address... It's kind of hard to explain, but not in a disrespectful way, but, like, you you kind of hear Lucifer's side of the story of, of how he fell from heaven and, and what he disliked and what was really going on. And and, I, and if I remember correctly in the book, it, it wasn't humanity he hated. It was how God was treating humanity that he hated. Um, yeah, because God, uh, because Lucifer was... Uh, well, Lucifer is a prideful, was a prideful angel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he... Uh, yeah, so he was... He, he didn't like that. He didn't the, it, like he, the servant. God, God, yeah, God was doting over the humans, though, you know, and and he didn't like that, and then allow them to kind of do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah, kind of keeping them closed off. So, so it should be interesting. Should um, be interesting. Who's, but who's, they, who's doing the who commissioned the pilot? Who's the what network or was that? No, I didn't even say. Oh, that's interesting. It, they they just DC has committed to making the pilot. Hmm. Unless they're gonna do the pilot and then shop it around. Let me let me go. I got it from Deadline. Let me see if I just missed it. That's possible too. Oh, there's a big thing here that says Fox, so <laughs> it's probably Fox. <laughs> yeah, might be ABC, but I'm probably gonna be Fox. <laughs> <laughs> it might be PBS. Yeah, it could be. No, could my be, bad. Could, I guess... could be a AMC. You never know. You know I missed that slightly <laughs> relevant detail. <laughs> that big banner that says Fox. Fox has... Well, it's it's funny because, like, at the top, you see the picture of the character, and he's holding the martini glass, just kind of chilling out. And then you scroll down, and the next photo off to the side of the article just says Fox. <laughs> <laughs> you big douchebag. It should say that underneath. I know. <laughs> Warner Brothers TV is producing. Right, but that's obvious. Well, that yeah, DC. So, actually, Disney's <laughs> making this one, so it's 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 weird. The Muppets. It's gonna be Lucifer with the Muppets. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious. Hey, but then you you think too, because like with the Flash and and all that, and you think, oh, who's gonna be like a uh, a cameo from a from from like the backstory? Yeah, Lucifer. Who's gonna be a cameo of that? All right, exactly. Jesus going to show up in the bar and get a fucking drink or what? Black Jesus. Black Jesus is going to show up. That oh my god, that would be precious. <laughs> I would love every minute of that. Maybe uh, Constantine. No, they can get Constantine no. in there. That would make sense. Yeah. Have Constantine show up. Yeah, but different networks. It's like yeah, it's probably not going to happen. No, it will happen. <laughs> he willed it. <laughs> yeah, I willed it. So forth it be done. <laughs> All right, moving on to tech news. Uh, this week, 
was the big arrival, the big release, the day the iOS was released into the wild. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, like with anything, there are a couple things you need to know before you actually ran the installation of <laughs> Apple's newest operating system. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. One I'm very things, excited. I'm just sorry. One of the biggest things you need to understand is not install the new iCloud update for the iOS 8, but we'll get to that in a minute. Before you decide to make the move to iOS 8, the best thing to do is update your iCloud because you never know when you may need it. My rule of thumb is the one time you decide not to update your iCloud is the time you actually wish you did. Yeah. Uh, if you do not have an iCloud account, and I wouldn't blame you, you should update your uh, device with your computer manually. The biggest issue that you come across is the idea is you could lose all your data if something decides to go bad with the update. And it's not—it's not a common sense issue, but it does. It's not a common issue. I mean, but it's—it does happen. Now, uh, if you go to—if you decide to go to, to get iCloud, you can back up your phone for five gigs free. Uh, but do it—you can do it manually. Go to settings, iCloud's backup and storage, and once you simply tap backup now, uh, you can see the screenshot on the on the lazygeeks.com, and then it'll take some time to do that. Uh, but it'll depend on how much you're actually backing up, but don't be patient with the update. Uh, iOS 8 will still be there tomorrow or the next day, so your device will not explode if you do not have the iOS for, on your device, the latest iOS on your device. And in fact, there's a reason you can hold off a day or even a week. Remember, when I said you should not update your iCloud with iOS 7? Now, the reason being is that the iCloud drive, which is similar to OneDrive for Windows, is designed to sync with devices running iOS 8 or Macs running OS X Yosemite, which is not available yet. Yeah. Um, quote, 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 Steam, as OS X Yosemite is still pre-release, not yet available, upgrading to iCloud Drive will prevent you from syncing with Clear for Mac until both OS X Yosemite is released and you upgrade to OS X Yosemite. Uh, Nick Fletcher of Real Mac Software wrote in his blog, developers can't work around the choice when made to upgrading to iOS 8, so please make sure to pay close attention to the iCloud Drive screen shown after you update to iOS. Now, after you update to iOS 8, you will be asked whether you want to install, enable the iCloud Drive, and for right now, just select Not Now. Once Yosemite is available, you can go to Settings, iCloud, iCloud Drive, and then Upgrade. But it will take some time to update your data to the new servers. So in testing, the one the iCloud Drive migration has taken anything from a few seconds to up to an hour, Fletcher wrote. This is uh, something that Apple controls, and given the large number of users upgrading to iCloud Drive, especially when this thing gets released, uh, there may be a short delay when everything gets migrated on Apple's part. Now remember, you do not even have to run the update right away. I know most of you tech junkies have already done it, but be sure for those of you that are not sure what to do, remember to read as much information as possible before you do it, before you make your upgrades. Yeah, Apple actually will tell you everything you need to know. It's just people are too busy hitting next to read it. Right, exactly. Nobody wants to spend the time to actually read it. Um, and yeah, and, a, and some of you may have been hearing about... Uh, Oh, trying to update it over the air and not having enough room on your iPhone. We'll actually be getting to that in a little bit later in this podcast um, and have help you overcome that issue. Yeah, overcome that issue by buying a different phone. No, I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> I just felt like being a hater today. Um, so while Apple's doing that their hate though, right? While Apple's doing their typical what the fuck shit when they have an update, uh, Microsoft actually decided to to take a turn and be good guy Microsoft this week. Um, Microsoft has been providing special deals for educational institutions, uh, so students and faculty had access to their software. For a student, there's always been either a discount or a long process for a free copy, and I am a student, and I'll tell you, <laughs> it could be a pain in the ass. These days are changing, however, with Microsoft loosening the grip a bit. Part of the Student Advantage program, Microsoft has announced a new self-service program that allows students and schools access to a f- what? <laughs> Your update. Oh, yeah. Ain't nothing funny about that. Um, allows students and schools access to a free copy of Office um, Office 2013. Or, sorry, Office 365, so the subscription one. Any, sorry. Any student 13 years or older. So, like, they're going all the way back. Like, high school students, too. And middle school students. Um can now grab their copy independent of their school. Here are the steps. So you just go to the link I provided, which is Office 365 for students. So if you don't want to go to our site, just uh, <laughs> look look that up. Enter a valid school school provided email address. So you do have to have an email address provided by your school, which pretty much everyone has nowadays. Um, this is what you'll get. So this is kind Compuserve. of edu bitches. <laughs> 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 well, I put mine in. It was um, it was Sapien Pimp at Hardknocks.edu because that's how I roll, <laughs> bitches. Anyways, this is what you'll get. The latest version of Microsoft Word, Excel, PowerPoint, OneNote, Outlook, Access, and Publisher. Um, installation, insta- installation on up to five PCs or Macs um, or, or combined um, and Office apps on other mobile devices, including Windows tablets and iPad. Um, Android as well. I don't know why that wasn't in there. One terabyte of OneDrive cloud storage and Office Online. So you get everything as if someone just spent $100 to buy Office. Or you um, just illegally downloaded it. <laughs> oh, you know. um, currently, this in- initiative is only available in the U.S., but plans for a worldwide release are underway. Uh, this is great. This blah, 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 blah. Um, this is really cool. Like, I, I think it's, first of all, I'm going to love getting my free copy. Uh, because mine's up in February. Um, it's cool. Be- and I know a lot of people, oh, there's other things you can get other than Office. Yeah, there are, but it's a giant pain in the ass when you're in school. I- right. I've tried to use OpenOffice or LibreOffice um, when all my teachers have Microsoft Office, and the format ends up being all fucked up. Right. And then you lose points and fuck that. So this is really cool Microsoft to do. Because that's a lot of revenue they probably are missing out on. Of course, looking good is something they they need to focus on lately too. <laughs> right. So, uh, and I, th- I thought it was really interesting. They included the one terabyte of cloud storage, and they they included five installations. Um, so that's 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 awesome. You know, Apple can keep fucking up their iOS eight. Yeah, yeah. Microsoft's just gonna go. Oh man, that's that sucks. Apple uses. Hey, by the way. Even though you have an iPhone, you still get that office for free if you're in school. Just right, right, right. You know, wink, wink, help you out. <laughs> uh, and that Windows phone's right down the street. That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> That's what they're trying to say. <laughs> Go to your local hey. stores. Many times, people, companies, or some someone, bitch. does something that's straight up bitch. This is a section of the podcast called 
this week's this bitch. So this week's this bitch is Apple. Now before you people go over there and start yelling at us, go to oh, fucking Apple haters. Yeah, we are. But we actually have a legitimate reason to name them this week's this bitch. Uh, <laughs> and if you've already heard, downloading the new iOS 8 for your Apple device is a beast. The file itself, according to iTunes, is only about 1.2 gigabytes. But for whatever reason, it needs 5.7 gigabytes to install itself. Which is usually... <laughs> and if you've worked with PCs before, when you get a program... For instance, I'm just going to grab my Adobe you know, Photoshop Elements 12 here. And Name drop. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, you know, th it requires four gigabytes available space. Okay. Um, that's about it. But, and even on their Mac version, the, for Mac OS, four gigabytes. But I've never seen anything where it says, like, oh, it only requires 1.2, but you need 5.7 to install the fucker. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Um,. Now the biggest I think issue. Apple Apple's the only company with their cell phones that the the updates are so sloppy. Yeah, like I, I, Android and, and and Android and Windows Phone I think do a great job. It's just update, you're done. There you go. Yeah, I've never had it where it's just like been like, oh, you don't have enough room, unless it was a glitch and then you turn it on and off and then it was fine. But uh, the biggest issue that people are coming across is the fact that they have to delete their entire life from their device to install the operating system. In many cases, if you have the 16 gigabyte device, you need to restore your phone basically to the purchase model to install the new OS. But this problem goes back further. That was the annoyance of having to install the device through your computer or iTunes. App, uh, Apple eventually released the OTA over the air updates. This allowed people to update devices without plugging them in into the computers, much like Android had been doing for a long time to that point. And that was one of the things I remember people complained about Apple when they were like, oh, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I look at my phone and go, oh, I got the new update. They're like, fuck, you can just do it like that. You know, that was always the biggest complaint. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you can do it now. And now we see what happened. Well, Apple understood that people in the future are going to have to update their devices without the help of computers. Unfortunately, when you are dealing with someone like Apple, they have to do things differently. Except there is a method to update your phone without having to delete your entire life from your device. And don't get me wrong, you don't need all those photos of your lunch that you have taken over the years or even the thousands of selfies before you found the one that flattered you the most. Aside from that, you have to go back to the archaic measure of connecting your iPhone or iPad to your iTunes to install it without deleting your life. Now, it runs similar to your new iTunes update. You connect it to your iTunes, then you can download the iOS using the computer as a buffer to pre, uh, preview you, uh, to preview you from prevent you actually from losing any information as long uh, as you go along. This will keep everything on your phone and take up the 1.2 gigabytes of space for your device. However, if you don't have that much room, it's best to start getting rid of some stuff. Open iTunes, connect your device to your computer, and if uh, if you have it set up to automatically check for updates, you should, it should do, uh, come up quick. If not, simply click on the check for updates and let iTunes do the rest. It's a lot easier to install it with your um, to your device, but Apple needs to understand that customers should not have to get a large device 
just for installed updates. Otherwise, add the micro SD cards to their devices, and this will not be a problem. But so, that ruins the user experience. Right, right, right. I never understood that. They say having a... It wasn't the SD per se. It was having a file manager on your phone ruins the user experience. I've never, I've never, ever come across that. That's what I heard. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with it. <laughs> I'm just saying that's what I heard. Because yeah. that's, that's the thing. I, I, um, I devices don't have a file manager. Yeah. A native one. Like Android does, and uh, I think Windows Phone does, I think. I know I'm sure it does. I'm a sure Windows it does. browser that might do local stuff, but yeah. um, I mean, I've been, I mean, I've, you know, been Android for so long, and I've used, you know, uh, when I had the iPod Touch and stuff like that, and I never really found there to be any reason to not have an SD card. Like, I didn't feel like the difference. Like, oh man, Apple is so much easier, or Android is so cumbersome. You know, I've never had that experience. See, I have, right now, I have a phone. It's one of the first phones in a long time that doesn't have an SD card slot, which is my Nexus. But I'm, I always have everything on the cloud, so I don't really care. And it has, like, 16 gigs, I think, which is plenty. I don't really take photos and <laughs> videotape <laughs> shit. I actually use my phone for calling people. Texting. So, Who does uh, that? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I mean, in today's day and age, I mean, your phone is your everything. Yeah. And uh, it just, I don't know. You still get that iPhone, dude? Yeah, I'm still thinking about getting that iPhone, yeah. But, you know, I've been reading now that there's, of course, issues because, of course, it's the first weekend. So people are saying battery life isn't as long or they're having some iOS 8 issues. And it's like, that's why I tell you never buy it off the, you know, right out the gate. Yep. Especially with a phone, because they're so fucking competitive. Yeah. Get those phones out as soon as possible. Yeah. End up looking like stupid. <laughs> but that iPhone, though. That iPhone, <laughs> though. <laughs> uh, so, if, you, if you'd like to recommend a This Bitch for the podcast, please recommend it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash lazygeeks, or mention it to us on Twitter, at the lazygeeks, using hashtag this bitch. Twitter. You can eat you can even email it to us uh, on, on the site, thelazygeeks.com. Um, so I have uh, a uh, site comment this week, which is actually a question uh, from Jazers. Nice. Uh, Pre-registration for Comic-Con 2015, article I did uh, like two weeks back. Uh, it's coming close to, I think, October 15th was the deadline for those people that went last year and want to be eligible to pre-register. His question was, do they randomly select who is eligible to pre-register? I went last year and have my badge, but when I try to register, um, it said I wasn't eligible. My friend was able to, um, able to though. Um, I answered him on the website, but I was going to do it here, too. Uh, no, it should be anybody that was eligible to do it at that point. And if, you know, I would recommend checking you know your information make sure you're inputting it correctly uh, make sure their information is correct if it that doesn't match yours then obviously you want to get in touch with someone over there to make yourself eligible to but it's not randomly selected it was anybody who was eligible anybody who's eligible then that went last year should be able to do it make sure obviously 2014 
uh, <laughs> that you went, not 2013. I'm going to so, bring mine from 2011. Yeah, exactly. Get that ticket. <laughs> Let me get that ticket, though. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so just be sure. If not, my recommendation is they're actually pretty good with their emails, so I definitely recommend emailing to them if any of you out there are having that same issue uh, and can't figure out why. And remember, it is Comic-Con, so nothing is without issue uh, when you're dealing with uh, Comic-Con. All right. Yeah. All right. Before we head out, we want to remind you to comment on this podcast wherever you get the show, iTunes, the website, or Lipson. We're even on Stitcher now. Uh, let us know how we're doing so we can see if you're full of shit or you actually have a point. Uh, we have a bunch of social media, too. We're on Facebook, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, and Twitter. We go So go to the website, thelazygeeks.com. You can see all the links to all our various social media havens. Also, if you want to subscribe to us on iTunes or uh add us to your player on Stitcher. Just go to thelazygeeks.com. We have links on the homepage there now, so you guys can click on that and go right to those and add them at your, to your heart's content. So, that is it for another edition of the Lazy Geeks Podcast. Remember, we're thinking, so you don't have to. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. <laughs> Are you sure? I would, no, I was, I was thinking about something for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Sorry. Finish one first. No. <laughs> Alright, so until next time, a peace out. <laughs>